bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus politics, like we're talking about reality TV. And this week, the reality show was the Republican National (sighs) Convention. And that shit show was on every single night last week. So we had no choice but to make this episode the 2020 Republican National Convention shit show special. (laughs) But before we kick things off, we got some new picture postcards for our drug den bulletin board meow meow from mm-hmm. Chloe Crockett. We sure did, <laughs> CC. Thanks, CC. Um, she sent one postcard of just her, and then one of her daughter Frankie. I mean, I'm sorry that you named your daughter Frankie. That's adorable. That's so cute, and she is so cute. So here, <laughs> so here's what Chloe said. Okay. Julie and Brandy, sending you all the love and thanks for keeping me company in quarantine from Sonoma. Hope this filtered photo of me keeps you company in the drug den. Wish I was there with you. Just know I'm doing Just Dance, taking all the pills and annoying my teenager while listening to all your shows. Check out the custom stamp. Heart. Love, 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 love you both from the bottom of my cold, dark heart, Chloe Crockett. Okay. Chloe Crockett is a strong, strong name, too. So then she sent... Um, a separate postcard with Frankie, her daughter, her teenager. She's annoying while she's on pills and doing just dance. Um, okay, Brandy and Julie, I'm sending two cards for the drug den in a week to support the USPS and spread the DGP gospel. I was listening to old Patreons about the DGP babies and had to share my amazing 16-year-old. Frankie Rose started as a people's couch lover and now a DGP teen. Let me tell you, this boss bitch will take care of us all when we are old. Sending love from the burning wine country, Chloe mom and Frankie Rose teen. Good. We have been corrupting DGP teens since we started this podcast. I mean, whatever kids liked People's Couch that have stumbled upon this podcast, <laughs> their parents have. They're just like, whoa, these girls are a lot. Oh, they didn't. Because, yeah, they didn't realize because since we were so heavily edited on People's yeah, Couch. Right. Because they don't they know ne- they never knew and they never saw the cutting room floor of you know yeah of you me call- bashing Di- duck dynasty <laughs> yeah. calling them rapists yeah. calling them pedophiles wife beaters wife beaters that was a main one yeah um pretending to throw frogs and babies in the river now uh frankie is so cute chloe's so cute chloe chloe looks like her own teenage daughter she's a teenage daughter of her own self but <laughs> it was funny when you said you like the name frankie i was thinking I wonder if she named her Franklin Delano Roosevelt and she goes Frankie by short. Ew, and cool. her, her name is Frankie Rose. That's cool. So I was getting a psychic vibe yeah, of cool. her name. Wow. Her name's Franklin Roosevelt, maybe. And for short, it's Frankie Rose. She's Franklin Roosevelt to us now. Wow. <laughs> Lady Franklin <laughs> Roosevelt the fourth. 
Thank you so much for these postcards. They're immediately going up. So cute. I mean, living their best life in Sonoma. Don't mind if I do. Li- <laughs> living their best life. Like, don't mind if li- I do. Li- hey, we're going to just try and live our best life uh, in the more southern burning areas. Well, yeah, hopefully you guys are okay from the fires. Let mm. us know when uh, when, and if the fires are out so we can cruise up, get a crisp white, <laughs> get on your probably very expensive hardwood floors, rock out some Just Dance. We'll do Black Pink, Kill This oh, Love. Yes. Which is our new jam on Just Dance. Mm-hmm. We'll do a toast to Franklin, and then we will all just relax with some pills <laughs> with a nice pill chase. What a nice evening. That sounds wonderful. It really does. Wonderful. Mm. I mean, I'm nothing if not an evening builder. You, oh my God, you are. You are an evening builder. An evening architect. You are an evening, you know what, if you started, I don't know why, if the time has come and gone or what, but you could start that business as an evening builder. People pretend to be like home organizers and they pretend to be like, you know, all kinds of personal, I'm going to help you clean out your closet. That's my business. I'm a closet cleaner. Yeah. You know, and you could do evening builder yeah got we have an evening building company we could do we could we're like flippers we'll flip your we'll flip your evening we can turn it oh my from whack to fucking <laughs> i mean i shit. i i know me Lori grenier i <laughs> love an evening and i know when i started qvc <laughs> i spent qvc i spent many a nights in an evening trying to do my work but because of you i was able to turn it around with evening builders i'm going to represent you because you know that when something's a zero, I know when something is a hero, and when it's a zero, <laughs> so and that's gonna be the slogan of Evening Builders: Take your night from zero to hero. With I Laurie love it. Grenier, <laughs> and, and we're we'll gonna s- go on QVC. <laughs> we'll sell the packages. Say hi, I'm Laurie Grenier, <laughs> and I'm excited <laughs> by this new um, company that I am now representing and own 58 <laughs> percent stock. Exactly. Of because we have no idea. We're like, um, we've already got some shareholders. We basically only own 0.5% of this point, sharks. And Kevin's like, I'm out. And we're like, we're here for Kevin O'Leary. Now we got to fucking go on. That's a terrible deal. Barbara, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's an awful deal. Don't let them do it. I don't understand why you're even going with Lori. I can build your business. Uh, Barbara, uh, you can't you, stick to real estate and wearing the, the dress with your anorexia. Don't talk about my body shame. Don't body shame me. Why? I know oh, she's her jewel tone. God, Babs looks good. Babs looks fucking amazing. Now, um, you know who can probably help us with evening builders mm. is Jeremy from Shanghai. Jeremy Percival oh, from Shanghai. Yeah, uh-huh. He's clearly a mover and a shaker. Yeah. He also sent us a postcard for the drug den bulletin board here. Um, he also sent us a heavy, huge <laughs> package of merch all the way from fucking China, yeah. which is just craisins upon craisins. <laughs> craisins upon craisins. He says, fan since the days on Gay Pimpin', I am also a Patreon supporter. I live and work in Shanghai. When you were on your China visit, I went out looking only to find you were stuck in Beijing. Haha. <laughs> I'm originally a Marylander. Your voices calm my walk to work and keep me laughing and updated on my workouts. Sending a package soon, as you know from my tweets at you. Jeremy. I mean, I'm surprised the podcast even comes through in China and particularly ours since we almost um, ex- burned down the Beijing airport <laughs> when I plugged in a power strip via a co- plug converter and it caught the room on fire. Yeah. We did go to Shanghai, though, Jeremy. I don't know what where you were that day, but we were um, we were all over Shanghai, Hong Kong. We've done it. We've done China up we the did. butt and around the corner. 
you know? Yeah, we, we really flipped that evening. Now, I'm glad that he, you mean built the evening. I mean built the evening. We flipped it and built it. You're right, because we're <laughs> flippers, too. Now, I'm glad that he's a Patreon subscriber because, you know, it really kicks you up a notch in our eyes if you subscribe to our <laughs> yes. Patreon. Right. Yeah, it absolutely does. And all you need to do if you want to be kicked up a notch in our eyes is go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. And for $1, you'll get one f- extra bonus episode a week. Or for $2, you get two full hour shows a week. Okay. Now, we do have people on our Drug Den Bulletin board wall that don't subscribe to the Patreon because some people just aren't interested. But I just want everyone to know we know who does and doesn't subscribe. Okay. <laughs> and I we do keep you up here because we love you and we love anyone who listens mm. to this piece of shit right now. <laughs> God knows this thing sucks. So we, we love everyone equally. But um, I'm so happy that Jeremy does the Patreon. Yeah. And he sent us merch mm-hmm. that is like the merch we already sell. Now we sell T-shirts. Right. Um, one t-shirt says I don't need your notes babe mm-hmm. One t-shirt says drugs period mm-hmm. One t-shirt has our logo you're wearing it now It's like a concert tee It's our promo um, for Dumb Gay Politics Our mm-hmm. promo pick mm-hmm. They're all designed like concert tees which means They're cheap and scratchy That's but, right But they get softer and more faded as you wear them like a concert tee So then you know in like 15 years you'll be like I'm so glad I kept this And didn't throw it away because it's soft now It doesn't have a hole in it Yeah and it's very hearty It's very hearty Hardy, It's hearty, hearty. Now, he sent pins that say, I don't need your notes, babe, mm-hmm. and then other pins that say drugs. Mm-hmm. So we are going to happily, if we ever do, also writing pens, not to be confused with pins. Right. Pens. Pens. That say www.julianbrandy.com, which is our website. That Those pens, we are just going to give away to anyone we meet to get people to go to our <laughs> website. So thank you very much, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, and then the pins, and we also got magnets with our picture from our website. We're going to give those away if we ever, 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 ever do a live show again. So we're so excited to that we got this merch that we don't have to pay for. Thanks to Jeremy <laughs> to give to people <laughs> to get them to come to the live show. Uh, and we're happy that he did it just like the t- our T-shirts because we obviously approve mm-hmm. of that message. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in buying a shirt, you can go to www.juliambrandy.com. <laughs> That's where we sell the shirts. Mm-hmm. And you can check out the picture at the top of the website is the one from the magnet. And. Maybe someday we'll be doing a live show somewhere like very aspirational. The mm. last one we did was in um, was in Aspen. Excuse which us. Which is puts the ASP in aspirational. <laughs> it was baller as fuck. And we yep. would love again. New Orleans is another great destination we'd mm-hmm. love to do because it's just great places for everybody to meet up mm-hmm. when the pandemic's over when the rona dies down we do the we do the domestic travel either driving or cheap flights mm-hmm. and we all do and we do the live show which i hate doing right <laughs> which is so that's a delight so that's a delight so we'll definitely have to choose a very special city when the rona has that. dissolved all right, now it's time to officially start our 2020 Republican National Convention shit show special. <clears throat> uh, real quick, real quick, real yeah. quick. Yeah. Before we play the intro music, we just want to warn anyone who is easily triggered, okay, by vulgar rap music. 
you are about to hear a very explicit rap song celebrating extremely aroused vaginas by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. The song is read by right-wing douchebag and involuntary celibate Ben Shapiro. It's important to note that he does not condone this song, but we do. <laughs> Dumb Gay Politics Podcast is helping to usher in the age of WAP energy, and we humbly invite all of you to join us. If our moms, Phyllis Goldman and Pam Howard, can embrace WAPs, you can too. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah. 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 You effin' with some wet ass P word. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you've got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top if I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like, oh, a lot more vulgar. This year, the Republican National Convention was filmed remotely due to coronavirus. It was held in North Carolina, which is a swing state, by the way, with no audience except for the last two nights, which included speeches inside the White House Rose Garden with full audiences seated shoulder to shoulder to shoulder to shoulder with no masks. <laughs> right. So apparently the Republican Party had a contractual obligation to hold the convention in North Carolina, which they tried to break to move the convention to Florida, which is less strict about coronavirus, a.k.a. not strict at all, <laughs> a.k.a. filled with dumb Republican morons on a let's thin out the population death wish type of strict. <laughs> but the Republican Party was locked into North Carolina, so they got stuck following rules and adhering to safety regulations, which we all know they hate fucking doing. Hate. So that's why the last two nights of the convention were super spreader festivals <laughs> held on the lawless grounds of the White House, whose only regulation is Congress, which we know is literally the most useless institution <laughs> on the entire planet. So, OK, so we're starting with the most talked about, <laughs> the most exciting, the most just the most the celebrated. most extra, the most celebrated, <laughs> definitely the most extra good call speaker of the entire convention, and that is Miss Kimberly Guilfoyle. Uh, in case you're new here, Kimberly Guilfoyle is a fucking whore troll who used to be on Fox News, but she got fired for being a jizz bucket. Fox News is literally the most predatory place for a woman to work in television. And this, and uh, air quote, air quote, <laughs> woman, got fired because she couldn't stop harassing everyone in their uncle parking lot attendant with dick pics and her thirsty sex talk. After she, got, after she got fired, she slithered over to the Trump family where she captured the attention of fellow thirst queen Donald Trump Jr., who was married at the time with 900 kids and one on the way. But that didn't stop him from cheating, of course. But eventually... He left his wife for the rotting used condom known as Kimberly Guilfoyle. And now they're fully together and stinking up the Republican Party with each and every appearance that they do. So 
Here she is at the convention screaming during her speech with, as Brandy would say, her cum ravaged vocal cords. <laughs> that may be one of the best introductions you've ever written. Good evening, America. I'm Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yes, a proud supporter of President Donald J. Trump. Rioters must not be allowed to destroy our cities. Human sex drug traffickers should not be allowed to cross our border. Just take a look at California. The Democrats turned it into a land of discarded heroin needles, riots in streets, and blackouts in homes. In President Trump's America, we light things up, we build things up, and we stand for our flag. Do you believe in American greatness? They want to control what you see and think and believe so that they can control how you live. They want to enslave you to the weak, dependent, liberal, victim ideology to the point that you will not recognize this country or yourself. President Trump spoke about making America great again. His promise was to put America first and he has. President Trump commanded the defeat of ISIS, took out al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, and paved the way for peace in the Middle East. When he negotiated historic trade deals with Canada, Mexico, Japan, and China, that beacon shined bright once again. America, President <laughs> Trump believes in you. He emancipates and lifts you up. You are capable. You are qualified. You are powerful, and you have the ability to choose your life and determine your destiny. Don't mm. let them kill future generations because they told you and brainwashed you and fed you lies. Stand for an American president who is fearless, who believes in you, and who loves this country. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for Jesus. freedom and liberty, God. the best is yet to come. Ah! <laughs> I mean, literally. Just... I just want to say ah! she was standing, you guys, in an empty, empty, other than I guess I would assume a film crew, humongous convention center in North Carolina. It was empty. She's screaming <laughs> into the void. Mm -hmm. She's shouting into a fucking void mm -hmm. like an insane person <laughs> who had a, the speech writer from the help write her Viola Davis like, you are capable enough. Yeah, right. You are strong <laughs> enough. You are smart enough. You are good enough. Which is, in fact, in my opinion, so this now this is just the 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 amuse bouche, the amuse douche. That's right. Of the Republican mastery. Of as, as by amuse douche, you mean it's the it's the very first tiny bite of what was yet to come for the rest of this convention because it's the first yes. night. Well, right, and now she wasn't the very first speech. However, no, just for ever you guys yeah. that are listening. This is just setting up how fucking repulsive <laughs> this entire convention and everyone the in it and every Republican. The Repulsicans. The Repul... <laughs> I'm writing it down. I'm writing it we down. We must write it down. I'm we writing must it down. copyright I'm it, writing it now. I'm writing it down now. Repulsicans. She used words such as emancipation, in my opinion, in a very um, calculated and brainwashy yeah. and culty and also way where people then hear hear trigger words and they go oh they're on the right side of the law which is one of the most um repugnant parts of the repulsicans yeah yep. that they use our language repugnicans repugnicans <laughs> you can do that God, one too you never even stop you're so much more than a 
than an evening builder. <laughs> I really am. I mean, Republicans, we'll have to say Republicans. Republicans. That might be even stronger. Republicans. We'll, we'll um, <clears throat> lifting you up and all of this talk is just is riling it. But at the same time, what's incredible about this kind of language is that it is also the same kind of language of pro-life and religious and getting into the mindset Which actually of a isn't free it's controlling it's controlling they make you feel like they're going to emancipate you right. meaning they're going to free you they believe in freedoms they believe in less government yet it's the language like you're saying of of like the the religious right and evangelicals right. which in fact want to control you more they, yes you know what i mean but they they're pretend that they that you if you if you uh, accept Jesus Christ, let's say, as your Lord and Savior, <laughs> and but within the confines of one particular church, and then you give your money to that church, you will be free. But what you that person is now brainwashed into now being completely and utterly controlled by that particular institution. That, that dogma. Yeah. So um, she's now okay. So in addition to that, the absolute insanity that she was giving and her arms are flailing she's yelling at the as if that there were five million people listening and there's um, ten there and, and they're, exactly in and real in real life bat shit bat shit okay so obviously the level of ridiculousness with this convention it's already off the charts we already just with the amuse douche of the mamma gave you we've already in introed you into the absolute utter batshitness of this <laughs> convention it's like no other republican national convention mm -hmm. in history mm -hmm. if you were expecting heads of state and former presidents it has become clear with the appearance of that screaming hooker <laughs> monster <laughs> that there will, will not be anything dignified to see on the stages of this oh convention gosh. so with that said kimberly guilfoyle was appropriately followed by her disgusting boyfriend <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. who started mm. off the convention pre-gaming in his hotel room in an American flag blazer mm. double fisting Red Bulls I swear to God he Instagrammed a picture in his like you know North Carolina fucking Ritz Carlton in the most hideous American flag blazer double fisting red bulls like a goon who had crawled out of the sewers of crackville <laughs> he must have I mean, got you on fire today he he i'm surprised he didn't come from directly killing an elephant no, he probably did. a dodo bird <laughs> I, he probably dug up a dodo bird which has been extinct for i don't know how long so he could just kill that and make it extinct again um, a, a mastodon, a fucking <laughs> saber-toothed tiger, anything that he could get yeah. that he could kill and make extinct once again and torture. He probably went into a cave, killed all the hibernating bears in it, bathed in their blood, wore their heads, and then went back to his hotel room. And then went out, walked right out to deliver his speech. <laughs> America is the greatest country on earth, but my father's entire worldview revolves around the idea that we can always do even better. Mm-hmm. Imagine the life you want to have, one with a great job, a beautiful home, a perfect family. You can have it. Imagine the country you want to live in, one with true, equal opportunity, where hard work pays off and justice is served with compassion and without partiality. <laughs> you can have it. Imagine a world where the evils of communism and radical Islamic terrorism are not given a chance to spread 
where heroes are celebrated and the good guys win. You can have it. That is the life. That is the country. That is the world that Donald Trump and the Republican Party are after. And yes, you can have it. Because unlike Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats, our party is open to everyone. <laughs> it starts by rejecting wow. radicals who want to drag us into the I dark and embracing the man <laughs> who represents a bright and beautiful future for all. Mm -hmm. It starts by re-electing Donald J. Trump, President of the United States. Thank you, and God bless America. Thank you. <laughs> fucking disgusting poor people. <laughs> I hate your guts. Um, first of all, he's doing his best info inf infomercial. Imagine um, having a car. Imagine having a house. Imagine the best wife that you bought. Imagine all of it. You can have it. Right, like you too could be good looking and rich like me with a cum right. guzzler as a girlfriend <laughs> who screams before me and who screams before you in the speech. Yeah. It's what he's doing. It is what he's doing. You can have, you can buy yourself a Slovenian wife through Jeffrey Epstein. You can have all of these things. Right. You can have it. And then says they accept everyone and that we're with the party that accepts everyone and it starts with rejecting radicals. <laughs> wow. Cool Wait. concept. Accepting everyone, but rejecting right. radicals. Also, of course, um, imagine a world without communism. I think we have it. I think we got there. I think we're not worried about communism, John. I'm more worried about your beard than I am about communism. Also, they want to give, again, they're doing brainwash, they're doing brainwash cult shit, radical liberals and radical Islamists, radical Democrats, radical X, Y, Z. Radical Democrats, radical... Mm, yeah, fear-mongering. Fear, fear, making sure that in my brain, in our brains, we think of Democrats with radical Islamic terrorists. Right. And it is, again, I say, it is the lowest, the lowest. It's literally like watching a, an infomercial at 3 a.m. of that guy who's at the mansion with all of his cars, and he says that you can have it, too. That is what he's doing. It's... It's and it's just where it comes coastal elites where all that stuff comes right. from it's just it's just all subtle language to separate us from them yep. you from them they're the ones they they're put themselves above you you have nothing in common with them mm -hmm. even though he's the he is the literal equivalency of a coastal elite he is an he is actually a coastal yeah, elite he's literally one he's born and raised on the coast in New York City <laughs> yep. with a silver spoon in his fucking rotted mouth. Yeah, and they are slum lords. They are slum lords, literal and actual slum lords to people. I I I I, I don't know why people aren't. Uh, I know the grossness of John Jr. It's just like fucking overwhelming. <laughs> it okay? is. It is. He's Trump's firstborn child, meow meow, mm -hmm. and his his by far bar none favorite son okay mm -hmm. he's a natural born putz like trump and at times looks just like his twin mm -hmm. but there's actually a younger weirder <laughs> pastier more nazier praying mantis son <laughs> hovering around the fringes of trump's inner circle and no it's not baron it's actually trump's third born son eric trump he's seven years younger than don jr but looks the same age okay <laughs> And is definitely seven times more useless. I think Trump only lets him around because he's basically Ivanka's panty-sniffing bitch. <laughs> oh, my. Well, okay. So he's three years younger than Ivanka. 
And just in case you might be normal enough to believe their family is like other normal non-incestuous families, let me remind you that, okay, Eric proposed to his wife, Lara, <laughs> who looks very similar to a sister, Ivanka. That's right. And to their mother, Ivana, <laughs> with a diamond ring from his sister, Ivanka's jewelry collection. <laughs> Beyond. <laughs> Sibling love aside, I think we only need to take one look at Ivanka to know that any piece of fine jewelry she's going to design is going to be barf. <laughs> and also fucking, what is it, made in China in, in a big sweatshop? Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. Our family lost friends, but it only pushed us to fight harder. Ew. My it's father <laughs> pledged to every American voice. in every city, state, and town that he was going to make America great again. He's so much more Nate. Ivanka's so got began more the great American voice. Almost immediately, taxes were slashed, regulations were cut, and the economy soared to new heights, heights never seen before. Wages went through the roof. Unemployment reached the historic lows, especially for black Americans, Ugh. Hispanic Americans, and Ugh. women. What fairy tale Trade deals were ripped up and <laughs> renegotiated. Crazy. Lights were turned back on what? in abandoned factories across our country. Mm. Trillions of dollars yeah, so were repatriated back to the United women States, in them. <laughs> which had been sitting in foreign lands for far too long. Foreign lands. Once again, <laughs> America became the envy of the world. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And with that renewed strength came leverage. The president demanded that our allies pay their fair share for the defense of the Western world. My father rebuilt the mighty American military, mighty. adding new jets, aircraft carriers. He increased wages for our incredible men and women in uniform. He expanded our military defense budget to $721 billion per year. America was no longer weak in the eye of the enemy. The moment President Trump ordered special forces to kill some of the deadliest terrorists on the planet, the day the mighty Moab was dropped on insurgent camps mm. is the day America took a stance and never be defeated by the enemy. Oh, Al-Baghdadi, Soleimani, <laughs> dead. Over and over, issue after <laughs> yeah, issue, I mean, the economy, the wall, the military, trade deals, tax cuts, Supreme Court justices, VA hospitals, prescription drugs, school choice, right to try, moving the embassy to Jerusalem, peace in the Middle East, never-ending wars were finally ended, promises made, and promises for the first time were kept. Now, this is where we get into... One, a lot of blatant lies. Blatant. And two, um, you could argue now we could potentially pick and pick and choose. Like alternative facts. Alternative facts and also really where we do have a differing of just opinion. So let, so if I were to give the benefit of the doubt to let's just say some of these grand things that he's saying, which the Democrats do as well. You know, for example, trade deals. Okay. Yeah, trade deals were made. Trade you deals. You can't pretty much be the president right. without making some. <laughs> right. You're going to make some trade deals. Trade deals were made. Now, we could now disagree if those trade deals were good or bad. Right. So now we can get into that. It could be a real sort of actual human debate. Or now we could talk about, with the, even with him saying the lights turned back on and the bullshit and all that kind of lies yeah that was that's all just that's all rhetoric rhetoric but you could then go and go deeper and go well with deregulation we did get some manufacturing back and companies were able to uh 
But now we can again argue about deregulation and regulation, which all of them like to talk about. Republicans like deregulation. They like taking regulations off because they can make more money and they don't have any rules about where they can dump toxic waste, ruin the environment, kill whatever they want. Don't have to disclose to you what might be toxic to you. Right. you you'd eat anything. They won't be liable. You can't sue them. It, it, like side effects from drugs, side effects from medicine, side effects from vaccination, side right. effects from foods. Anything. Dyes. Oh, name cer- it. Certain fabrics that right. they make, man, you know, man-made products right. that they need to tell you if they cause cancer or if mm-hmm. they cause blindness or if they're right. flammable. That's all regulation. Mm-hmm. If you're walking around in a shirt that if an open flame gets near you, you're going <laughs> right. to go and fucking flames right somebody needs to warn you about that right. if they in the, they don't want to have to warn you because then their shirt's not going to sell because That's it's turning right. into you into a human candle exactly exactly medical testing animal testing and food right. what you eat every single thing and this then we get into climate the part of the you know they don't want to deal with climate climate is a hoax climate is a because why because then their companies can't make money they are confined to do whether it's coal or fracking or you'll hear about you we heard through the whole convention energy energy we're the number one in energy they democrats don't want to frack guess our energy is going to be gone and it's like they don't want to frack because it ruins the fucking earth so right now we can get into some real debating okay fine regardless eric trump is an albino vampire who did nothing but sit there and lie now there's actually, Meow Meow, a Trump child who is older than Barron and even younger and more useless to Trump than Eric, <laughs> that, who, like you said, is the disgusting fake albino <laughs> philanthropist. This little known wonderment mm. Trump tragedy is known as Tiffany <laughs> Trump. Okay. Don Jr. Mm. and Eric and Ivanka are all Trump's kids with his first wife, Ivana, who moved to America from Czechoslovakia. (laughs) Allegedly, Trump cheated on Ivana with Marla Maples, who's an an airheady American actress, and it was this love story for the ages that created (laughs) our girl, Tiff Trump. Oh, Tiff. (laughs) Tiff. Tiff, Tiff, Tiff. Now, Tiff was always Trump's least favorite child, and I think it shows. (laughs) She was raised on the West Coast in Calabasas, far away from him and the rest of his disgusting family. So he rarely saw her. And when he did, he had zero interest in her because she's universally considered the least attractive of all his children. Yep. That's now, a fact. before Trump got elected, Tiffany was dabbling in the dark arts of being a one hit wonder with her song Like a Bird. Shall we listen to a, a, <laughs> a, a quick moment? We should, since we were the ones okay. that we first broke this story Let's. back in 2016. Oh, God. Oh, God, yes. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of a banger. It's a it's a high-pitched banger for it's me. It's not bad <laughs> at all. Yeah, no, it's... At first, it's going to offend you, but then you're going to get into it, guys. Oh, feel it. Mm. I'm already there because I've uh, heard it so yeah. many times. <laughs> There's never been a song that's been auto-tuned more than this song. Nope. Her voice is... Unrec- unrecognizable. You can't even understand one word. I heard focusing on partying. Oh. You don't know. You don't know. It could be a bird tweeting. It's the bird that's at the tanning place singing this. It could be K-pop. Could be. Oh. Prove to me she's not singing in Korean. (laughs) 
here at everybody's party. I heard that. I did hear that. over crazy things. Mm. Like a bird, like a bird, like a bird, like a bird. Like a bird, like a bird, like a bird. Now, Meow Meow, you, you actually took it on facially and became a bird it having a seizing. You were a seizing bird. It was good. I'm a seizing like a bird. <laughs> my face doesn't know what can I'm teeth on and in my mouth. My father hates my guts and my maples in my mouth. <laughs> but the thing is, by the time Trump got elected in 2016, like a bird still wasn't a hit. I know. And why? We tried. We, we tried, tried valiantly. We tried. So <laughs> Tiffany Trump immediately enrolled in Georgetown Law School because she knew that when she graduated, she could march her blonde extensions and famous last name right into the halls of the only place who would have her Fox News. Well, I'm going to say this before we listen to her stupid fucking speech. <laughs> there must be a class at Georgetown Law School called How to Make Your Voice Sound Like Ivanka Trump, because since graduating law school, Tiffany has really stepped up her Ivanka impression. <laughs> And it will help to have heard that song, which you can hear is so high up in the octave range, the Bee Gees couldn't even touch it. Oh, it's falsetto meets um, an air horn? Yeah, and now she's so much down in the lower register giving you the Ivanka special. Since speaking at the Republican (laughs) convention four years ago, so much has changed for the world, for our country, and for my family. I'm going to say this. Like so many students She's giving across you a Miley the world. Cyrus as well. Yes, I graduated right. from law school during Sounding the like her too. Sounding Our generation looking. is unified in the facing the future in uncertain times. And Tribes? many of us Tribes. are considering <laughs> what kind of country we want to live in. Uh, as a recent graduate, I can relate to so many of you I who might be looking for a job. Really? My father mm-hmm. built a thriving economy once, and believe me, he will do it again. That's exactly how Ivanka freedom talks. of religion for all faiths. And Faith. we believe in the American <laughs> spirit, a country founded on ideas, not identity. Not, a country where our differences not. are embraced, and the only country where the word dream has been attached to it. Attached because to in America, <laughs> your life is yours to chart. So (laughs) if you're hearing these things and thinking to yourself, that is the kind of country that I want to live in. Well, whether you realize it or not, you are a Trump supporter. I encourage (laughs) you to see beyond the facade. Whether you realize it or not, you're like a bird. (laughs) You're like a fucking bird. They mask themselves in disguises of decency as they try to pressure us to mask our own identities and beliefs. Oh. My father is the only no. person to challenge the establishment, the entrenched bureaucracy, bureaucracy? big pharma, <laughs> and media you just graduated law school. to ensure that Americans' constitutional freedoms are upheld and that justice and truth prevail. Prevail. Justice and proof prevail. I feel strongly she got her veneers done at the same place Miley Cyrus did, and if this new fucking you know branch of Miley Cyrus's career where she's still <laughs> riding an annoying ball in some tiny outfit because she still is I mean, it's not a wrecking ball now it's a fucking oh. disco ball yeah. I think she should hop on off the disco ball <laughs> and go get a wig and start working on her Ivanka impression <laughs> because via via Tiffany Trump Miley Cyrus could actually start doing Ivanka oh my god you're right because Tiffany is giving you a mix you're between right. Miley Cyrus and Ivanka you're right Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, it'd be good. It, Miley can be like, I'm going back into acting. It's mm, Hannah Montana mm, mm, as mm. Ivanka Montana. 
It's like an alter ego with Ivanka Montana as the other one. Ivanka, Mon- my father. <laughs> Ivanka, hi. I'm Ivanka Montana. <laughs> I like to. She's very. <laughs> no. Now, um, I thought with her. Now she tried to appeal to the younger generation, mm-hmm. as we heard, because she understands what it's like to have to look for a job. <laughs> I mean. Oh boy! Hey, she knows what it's like when everybody's focused on partying and weird stuff. Ex- and now she wanted. In fact, she kind of took the, her um, theory of uh, like a bird, 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 <laughs> and implemented it here into this speech. Which yep. basically, she wanted us. She was trying to have the new generation feel as though, and I mean, new generation of neo Nazis, white nationalists, <laughs> super white supremacists evangelicals um super religious conservatives pro-life people people who believe in life but but also believe in the death penalty very rich heiresses people who come from money right as well right who are going to be republicans they don't have to pay any of their um trust fund on taxes so they want all of them to feel that their ideas and ideals are under attack and that we don't have to deal with it. We are free. And this country wasn't based on identities. It was based on ideas. But I would want to just push back a little and go, <laughs> actually, I'm going to argue it was bo- based fully on identities. And that's in why fact. we're here and in this problem now. Yeah. Because so, of the white men okay. found rich founding fathers. Yeah. Who left England based on their identities. So out of all the pre-taped intro packages they made for the Republican National Convention, our gal, our gal Friday Melania's (laughs) was by far the best. Now, they clearly grabbed a historian to pop in and find every clip where she looked like Jacqueline Kennedy and Princess Diana. In every shot, she's featuring a retro look from her outfit to her hairstyle. And with said look, she's only ever doing two things in the pre-taped package. Valking or interacting with children <laughs> children <laughs> interacting with children <laughs> i never do anything else brandy that is what i do i love children <laughs> and walking and walking i la- i was mo- model back when slovenia i did walking i walked to the children and i said you can be model someday too i have to go into the box to be shipped over to donald <laughs> So even though Melania is usually held somewhere out of sight and discouraged <laughs> from talking, they had no choice but to let her out of her cage for the Republican National Convention. So she came out in what looks to be the wardrobe from a military fetish dom sub porn, and she delivered her speech with her usual kidnapped cyborg sex slave vibe. I want to acknowledge the fact <laughs> oh my God, that in March, our lives have changed the invisible enemy COVID-19 invisible. <laughs> swept across our beautiful country no. and impacted all of us impacted my deepest sympathy She's more articulate than Tiffany more than who has even Eric a loved one. and my prayers are with those are we those yeah <laughs> I know many people are anxious Mm. And some feel helpless. Oh. <laughs> I want you to know you're not alone. Well, I no. want to extend we my are gratitude to all of the healthcare professionals, health? frontline workers, and teachers, teachers who stepped up 
in these difficult times. In these difficult times. Despite the risk to yourselves and your own families, you put our country first. My husband and I visited places <laughs> of great significance. Of great significance. No, my mouth. Significance. Christianity. Like maleficence, but it's significance. It's, it's maleficence's Ghana daughter. On the significance. Coast of West Africa <laughs> was the first stop on my trip, and I experienced <laughs> firsthand its warm people and their traditions. While there, I visited the Cape Coast Castle <laughs> and learned more about the beginning of a right. cruel and often deadly journey in the era of the slave trade. I was horrified when I listened to the guide tell me so many inhumane stories. Uh, when she was on her, and I <laughs> on her African safari, is that what she's talking about? Mm -hmm. Wow. This time in our history, we must never forget so that we can ensure that it never happens again. She's the only one that mentioned like that. all of you, mm -hmm. I have reflected on the racial unrest mm. in our country. Uh, okay. <laughs> it is a harsh reality. I'm sure you have. That we are not proud of parts of our history. I encourage people to focus on our future focus on learning from our past. We must remember that today we are all one community hmm. comprised of many races, very rich religions, people and very poor and people. Ethnicities. <laughs> and that's it. Our diverse and storied history With is our what makes our country strong. And, and yet, <laughs> we still have so much to learn from mm. one another. Uh, oh, mm -hmm. With that in mind, mm. I like to call on the citizens of this country okay. to take a moment, yes. pause, yep. and look at things from all mm. perspectives oh. as we battle the COVID pandemic. The we car? To remember the car, that suicides the car, the are pandemic. on the rise as people the who are struggling pandemic. with loneliness and addiction feel they have nowhere to turn. Because they don't. Parents, please talk to your children, teachers, and caregivers. Pay attention to signs of addiction. Lawmakers, pass legislation that allows those who ask for help are you talking to, to do so to your safely in Congress? and without fear and to provide resources for organizations that help people impacted by addiction. When the stigma is removed, mm. people will no longer be ashamed Your husband is part of the big problem with the stigma. And lives will be saved. Lives. And if, if you are struggling with addiction, yes. there is no shame in your illness. Oh. Please seek help. You. you are worth it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, hers was by far the nicest speech. Now, right, her speech was the only speech of the entire convention that called for any compassion at all. Any even, you know, please make any laws. Unity. Any unity. Okay. So just in case you've blocked it out, <laughs> our vice president is a complete shit covered <laughs> used douchebag <laughs> named Mike Pence. He's a racist, sexist, homophobic, religious hypocrite from Indiana who most Americans aren't even aware of because he's so fucking boring. <laughs> the irony is he's actually more insidious than Trump because he uses religion as a tool for oppression. He's a pious narcissist who constantly maintains the moral high ground as though he's not an opportunistic power monger <laughs> who has set aside every piece of integrity or Christ-like quality he claims to possess in order to work for a pussy-grabbing, money-laundering, slumlord sex trafficker. <laughs> Make no mistake, Mike Pence is scarier than Trump, and come November, he should be thrown in jail right fucking next to him.
My fellow Americans were passing through a time of testing. <laughs> but in the midst of this global pandemic, just as our nation had begun to recover, we've seen violence and chaos in the streets of our major cities. President Trump and I will always support the right of Americans to peaceful protest. Mm-hmm, right. But rioting and looting is not peaceful protest. Tearing down statues is not free speech. And those who do so will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Last week, Joe Biden didn't say one word about the violence and chaos engulfing cities across this country. So let me be clear. The violence must stop, whether in Minneapolis, Portland, or Kenosha. Too many heroes have died defending our freedom to see Americans strike each other down. We will have law and order on the streets of this country for every American of every race and creed and color. Fuck off. Just fuck off. <laughs> I mean, there's really just that to say. <laughs> like the, the the NBA, the NBA is in the bubble. They're in the middle of playoffs. They stopped their playoff games for Jacob Blake in Kenosha, who was shot seven times in the back yes. by police mm -hmm. and is paralyzed. Mm -hmm. And he never mm -hmm. says his name one time. They don't even say the man's name. You can't even simply just say, what a shame. Right. The Republicans are more concerned with the kid who shot two people and think he's a hero than they are with the guy that got shot in the back. For what? It is repugnicals. It is repugnicans. Repugnicans. And the repulsicans. The repulsicans. And if you are still a Republican... You need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself how you're sleeping at night. So next up, we have Ivanka, Ugh. Trump's favorite child. Mm. If he could have made her first lady, he would have. As it is, <laughs> as it is, she tried to officially change the name of the office of the first lady to the office of the first family. Mm -hmm. But Melania wasn't having it. When Trump first got elected, I gave Ivanka and her husband, Jared Kushner, a chance, hoping they would temper Trump. And in the event that he went off the rails, do the right thing and jump ship, just like I was saying Republicans should do, Repulsicans should do. <laughs> well, that was before I knew that Jared Kushner had worked with Cambridge Analytica to troll Facebook and basically buy the election. Turns out, sweetie, Ivanka and Jared never had any lofty intentions for the Trump administration. They wanted to use the presidency for power and money at all costs, and that's exactly what they've done. The only thing that gets me through the nights these days is imagining Kamala Harris smiling at us from the TV come January while Jared and Ivanka get laughed out of every restaurant in New York <laughs> City to the point where the only place they can get a dinner reservation is in some random Russian neighborhood in deep Pennsylvania. My father has strong convictions. He knows what he believes and he says what he thinks. Whether you agree with him or not, you always know where he stands. I recognize that my dad's communication style is not to everyone's taste, and I know that his tweets can feel a bit unfiltered, but the results, the results speak for themselves. Uh, the, the results? They didn't even really want to applaud the results? for it. No. 
and they're, so they're sitting shoulder to shoulder with no mask. Beliefs that he has caused me and countless Americans Ooh. to take a hard look at our own convictions oh, really? and ask ourselves, what do we stand for? That's true. What kind of America <laughs> do we want to leave for our children? I am more certain than ever before we want a future where our kids can believe in American greatness. We want a society where every child can live in a safe community and go to a great school of their choice. We want a culture where differences of opinion and debate are encouraged, not canceled, where law enforcement is respected, where our country's rich diversity is celebrated, and where people of all backgrounds, races, genders, and creeds have the chance to achieve their God-given potential. This is the future my father is working to build each and every day. I'll just stop it there. Please. So <laughs> there is nothing, <laughs> nothing. Just she's such a derivative, lying fucking snake in the grass. And I watched every single speech. OK. Yep. And I want and I know and um, it it became clear to me. It became very clear to me. Obviously, the lies and you're exactly right. And you know, when with Ivanka, how it where it really she really solidified her her lies yeah is when she said every race gender and creed 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 bitch what 50 years ago speech did you get from that we don't the, it is so recycled not thought through nope. not thought about and not caring of any word that's coming out of your mouth. Yep. You got had on the word creed, bitch. Creed. Me and Julie looked right in each other's eyes like you got to be kidding with your regurgitated <laughs> rhetoric. You're fucking. That's all hearts and flowers. Oh, in the Hallmark card. Please. You mean none of it. None you of it. Did, you read it one time before you said it. Right. And even in their minds, in their white supremacist minds, they think that it's adorable to we're, we're cool with every race, gender and creed because they don't know what the fuck that means. They exactly. think that's diversity. Yep. In addition to the f- number of times that they talked about African-American unemployment or Latino unemployment or women's unemployment in the literal same kind of way of them being their pets. You cannot believe this bullshit. And if I may poke a hole, if I may, please. There was a lot of talk this entire time at the RNC of how Trump, she said this thing you may not like as tweets, but you know where he stands. In fact, I would argue the opposite. I would argue that we actually don't know where he stands. He's constantly lying and covering up for what he stands for, and he's never actually honest about what he wants or thinks or is going to do. And he's constantly flip-flopping based on whoever's nice to him or mean to him that day. <laughs> right. Constantly. Right. If Fox News puts out a poll he likes, Fox News is, has the best ratings and is the most trusted things. Mm-hmm. If Fox News puts out a poll he doesn't like, you can't trust Fox News. The ratings are in the garbage. Nobody watches it. It's bullshit. Nobody believes it. I mean, right. That's just a tiny microcosm of the level of his flip-flopping. Right. Nothing good is coming of the tweets. And for her to stand there, we've handpicked that moment because the speech went on and on and on and on and yeah. on and on. And she's went on right before Trump, mm-hmm. 
who we're going to play next. And she's in, in the White House Rose Garden. The crowd is huge. Yes. Arguably the biggest crowd they've had at the White House. And I don't even know when. They're sitting shoulder to shoulder, mm -hmm. packed in sardines, no masks, <laughs> every Republican troll seen from miles around, every old, decrepit, <laughs> fucking <laughs> crypt keeper about ready to get corona. Yep. And they can take their fucking new Rona goggles and oh, go right to bed. We got to go to the rat house. <laughs> We got to sit and watch places in Jonathan. <laughs> um, and How so fucking I, dare she walk up there, Memeow, and with her smug oof, arrogance smug. and be like, I know his tweets can, can be a little. <laughs> yep. And it's like, are you fucking out of your mind? They have not one inspiring story in nope. the party. Nope. And they don't have one inspiring, touching story in that family. And literally every... Oh, and I'll even just say that every single speech we played was, was a Trump. Except for Mike Pence. That's right. And that's right. And Eric Trump's... At the end of Eric Trump's speech, he literally says, Dad, I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. You know for a fact that they did that because in the DNC, they played the clip of Bo Biden who introduced Joe Biden in whatever DNC it was. And he said, I want to introduce my father, my hero, Joe Biden. The fucking Joe Biden comes out. They hug. I think they kissed on the goddamn mouth. Because <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> like they don't have it like that. They just don't. They don't at all. At all. And it's so clear. So speaking of that fucking piece of shit, last but not least <laughs> is Donald Trump. Of course, we expected him to do a speech and some other things at the RNC. He is, after all, the sitting president running for re-election. But no one expected the level of times he would appear <laughs> or the fact that he would hold his speeches and showboating ceremonies on the actual White House grounds. With the amount of time that that motherfucker appeared, they should have just renamed the Republican National Convention to the Donald Trump dog and pony show. <laughs> but nothing was as thirsty and desperate as his very last speech closing out the convention, which was an hour and 20 minutes long. <laughs> That's the second longest speech ever given by a nominee at the Republican National Convention. The only other person who's ever <laughs> given a longer speech is Trump himself in 2016. So here are some highlights from his bloated, boring speech from this year. At no time before have voters faced a clearer choice. Should we just stop it? <laughs> How insane. How insane. How insane. I mean, do I even go on? All right, we can have a little more of it. Between two parties, two visions, two philosophies, or two agendas. That's true. This election will That's decide right. whether we save the American dream. Never true. been a clearer or choice. Or whether we allow a socialist agenda to demolish ah, yes. our cherished destiny. Destiny. The measure of a man is a nucleus. It will decide whether we rapidly create millions of high-paying jobs or whether we crush our industries and send millions of these jobs overseas as Which you has do. foolishly Which been you done for many do. decades. Or whether we give free reign to violent anarchists and agitators and criminals who threaten our citizens. And this election will decide whether we will defend the American mm. way of life or whether we will allow a radical movement to completely dismantle and destroy it. That won't happen. It won't happen. He goes on. I mean, what's the point? He goes on to talk about the radical, the fucking socialists. He says all the same shit they've all been saying. He just says it for longer. 
once again hitting home there's two two americas and without him we're going to go into destruction into darkness into decay that's basically what he's saying he's what he isn't saying is that the reason we're in darkness to destruction and decay is because of him Right. He's saying it's because of Biden and Democrat run cities and Democrat run this and there's violence everywhere. I don't know if he's noticed, but Joe Biden hasn't had any power for the last four years. Joe Biden's exactly. basically been in retirement for the last four years. <laughs> yep. He's not even a member of Congress. So yep. it's not has nothing to do with Joe Biden. And he's saying in Joe Biden's America, it's gonna be you need me to save you from Joe Biden's yeah. America. And it's like, but we're in your America, bitch. <laughs> exactly. So we need you to save uh, us from you. <laughs> That's not going to work. That's not going to work. No. That's the definition of insanity. We're not oh, going to solve the problem God. we're in with the person who made the problem. That's correct. And no one is biting. Absolutely no one. And the only thing that could have saved him is his trademark fucking Mexicans are coming over here and raping everyone humor. <laughs> but he wasn't allowed to do it yep. because of the fucking wall to wall Corona Fest going on yep. in the audience. So they made him. He was handcuffed to that speech handcuffed by everyone in the rnc oh my god so he had to sit there he was bored he was boring himself oh he, he was leaning he was like destiny we're in gonna the go street. to bring back how we're gonna do it the, i mean he was falling asleep falling the adderall asleep. couldn't even combat nope what was going on in his physical body he just wants to get through this so he can go back on his comedy tours <laughs> And I got news for him. The tour's been canceled, bitch. The tour's done, been canceled. So that pretty much concludes the list of speakers from the Republican National Convention that we felt we had to include. If you think about it, every single person we played had the last name Trump, like I said before, except for Mike Pence. And I mean, incidentally, loads troll Kimberly Guilfoyle, <laughs> but she's technically a common law Trump as she lives with Don Jr. Yeah. and he teabags her every night. But the thing is, there were lots of other Republican uh, sperm jugglers that we didn't have time for, Meow Meow, no. such as former UN ambassador Nikki Haley, Disgusting. Eric's wife, Lara Trump. Horrible. Former Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi. Sea creature. Mike Pence's wife, Mother Karen Pence. <laughs> Bald juggler. Anti-abortion activist Abby Johnson. Garbage, peep, fire, monster. Evangelical Jesus jizz lover Sizzy Graham Lynch. Sizzy. <laughs> Sizzy. Evangelical Jesus jizz lover Sissy Graham Lynch. And last but not least... America's biggest dumb bitch who runs the Republican <laughs> Party, Rana Rona McDaniel. I don't even know how you say it. Rana Rona. Doesn't matter. Apparently, it does, doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter, right? To care? <laughs> Each one of these women <laughs> delivered speeches filled with uniquely fabricated facts and grotesque, problematic themes. There wasn't enough time to play them all for you or even partially play them for you so julie has taken bits and pieces of each of these disgusting speeches and prepared her own convention speech <clears> so <throat> that you can all really get the gist of what the women are like at the head of the republican party thank you good evening good evening my fellow americans my name is julie goldman chairwoman of the national republican monarchy but don't worry i'll change my last name soon <laughs> <It's> too jewish <laughs> i'm proud to be here with you on this historic 
incredible, magical, man-made, American-stamped, majestic evening of lies. As we speak to you tonight, we send our tepid and passive-aggressive prayers to those of you battling the fires in California, which you deserve, the storms that no one knows about in Iowa, and for those of you preparing for whatever hurricane in the South, good luck to you. We hope it floods and drowns the poor. We also want to give our thanks to those fighting the front lines of COVID or whatever. Make <laughs> sure to leave my Grubhub at the door and don't look me in the eye. Last week, the Democratic National Convention started with Eva Longoria, who plays a housewife and mom and woman on TV. Well, I happen to be a real housewife and a real mom and a real woman. As we all know, Hollywood actresses are mannequin robots who are made in clay pots and survive in the matrix by artificial intelligence and aren't actually human beings or American citizens who could also be, in addition to the job as actor, an actual wife, mom, and taxpayer. Like Eva Longoria. (laughs) I have two wonderful, beautiful white children who go to public school because I am salt of the earth and believe in whatever my husband tells me. It doesn't matter that President Trump's entire family went to private schools, including his youngest Baron, who probably has a classroom all to himself. That alone is just one reason you can be assured that Donald Trump is for the people. I am speaking to you as only the second woman in 165 years (laughs) to actually run the Republican Party. But you know what? Unlike Joe Biden... Donald Trump didn't choose me because I'm a woman. (laughs) He chose me because I'm the right person for the job who will do whatever any man tells me to do. It doesn't matter that Trump calls me fat behind my back because he knows no matter what he says to any woman in the Republican Party, we're just cum guzzling bottom feeders because we hate ourselves and don't let the Democrats take away your guns. (laughs) Four years ago, President Trump started a movement unlike any other. Well, there have been some movements, like the Nazis, North Korea, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and of course the Confederacy. But those are long ago and far away in faraway lands. <laughs> and we have to focus on today and the hardworking Americans that Donald Trump is working so hard to steal from. If you watched the DNC last week, you'll notice they spent a lot of time saying horrible, hateful things about Donald Trump because they're true, <laughs> but didn't spend any time on policy policies like the policies that president donald trump has worked the last four years to instill in our new feudal system policies that would have been unthinkable a decade ago like policies bringing back fracking eliminating health coverage for millions of americans giving tax breaks to the top one percent could you even imagine major companies becoming billionaires and trillionaires and not paying any taxes (laughs) well donald trump did that Policies like the middle class and working poor paying more taxes than people like Donald Trump. Policies like banning trans people from the military, trying to ban abortion, trying to make discriminating against LGBTQ people legal, working hard on his own behalf to enrich his family and his friends and pretend he's helping you. 
opening the Arctic to drill, killing off endangered species, making it legal to kill and hunt bears while hibernating, working to bring back coal and drill in our own country to the point of making a hole in the sky, working to shut down the United States Postal Service, and of course, don't forget, working day and night to rig the election. Like we say in my hometown, cruelty, greed, and ignorance is leadership. The Democrats want to elect Joe Biden because they say he's a nice guy. That's their whole platform. <laughs> nice my backside. It's not nice that Joe Biden called every family member that has been the victim of police violence. It's not nice that Joe and Jill Biden work on behalf of military families in their free time. It's not nice that Joe himself <laughs> helps over 25 stutterers in his personal free time and giving them back their confidence and self-worth. It's not nice that Joe Biden wrote and got the Violence Against Women Act passed in Congress. I guess if, if you like empathetic, kind, and well-read men who listen and try to evolve and admits when he's wrong and tries to learn and be the best he can, nice then I've got a pussy for you to grab. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm dying for it. In nearly four years I've worked for Donald Trump, I've seen up close how this man is with his family. He hates them all except Ivanka, who we're pretty sure he tried selling to Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> okay, he's not politically correct, but what businessman is? You can't go bankrupt seven times, have a tiny dick and a fupa and not spend your life on Twitter desperate for attention and the infinite need to make everyone feel as bad as you do and be a never ending black hole of running away from the fact that your father never loved you. The Second Amendment is your God given right. Don't forget. Donald Trump will spend all his time thinking about himself. He will recreate the best economy we've had in 10,000 years. The economy was never as good as it was when dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the earth with Jesus. Yes, I said his name, Jesus. We will no longer let the socialist, communist, Marxist, atheist, in other words, I don't know, but have been told to say agenda, oppress our religious freedom. This country was built on the idea that white men were created equal, women are property, and immigrants are scapegoats. Like Cardi B said, bitches be pressed, bitches be pressed. So if you want a president who will pocket your money, slap your mother's ass, call your daughter fat, and hold you down by the throat, and ask to be thanked for it, then you need to cast your vote for the Republican Party and Donald J. Trump. So that's it for our very special 2020 Republican National Convention shit show special. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all so much. And we are so grateful for all 14 of you, especially now. Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. They're both an hour and they can definitely be hit or miss as far as content. Kind of like this one. But guess what? <laughs> There's no ads, no politics, and no pressure to join the Patreon. It's just us pulling shit out of our asses and discussing it. You might find it soothing to listen to something with no structure or consistency, but if nothing else, you'll be distracted from your own life thinking how annoying and insufferable <laughs> and tone deaf we are. Exactly. And right now it's important that we all spend a little part of every day plugged in and paying attention and contributing to fight for racial equality in whatever way that means for you. But it's also important to set aside a little time to disconnect and do something harmless and mindless. And there's nothing more mindless 
than our Patreon podcast. So if you want to try it out, go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and scroll down to the episode from September 11th, which is unlocked and free to listen to. Also, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave us a review (laughs) if you haven't yet. We like to look like we have more than 14 listeners when we are trying to book guests. Getting people in politics to do comedy podcasts is way harder than getting housewives or actors. Actors will go to the opening of a tampon just to promote their new Zoom cooking show. You don't even have to write a review. Just hit two stars and don't even fucking write anything. It'll take you five seconds. And if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, then good for you. (laughs) We despise those star-fucking, tax-avoiding, sweatshop-loving douchebags. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. Good night, Republicans. Pick a bed and go to sleep. (laughs) How'd you do, I... See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dine because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. (laughs) Why don't you? Stay for the night. Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania (laughs) So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame. 
So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs>